0: Café Chronicles Episode 9 The Lamppost Pole Dancer It is a roasting hot day in South Lambeth. The retractable doors are pulled open and the cigarette smoke from the packed Alfresco area is drifting into the café. Seb Kay, the long-serving waiter with the cutaneous growth on his left temple and arguably the cafe's greatest ever coffee maker, in a rare show of temper for him, makes it clear to the lamppost pole dancer that if she doesn't stop harassing the customers, he's calling the police. The distinctive and buxom West Indian 50-something woman is often found gyrating on lampposts between here and Cold Harbour Lane, deep in Brixton, and the heat has brought her out in a black bikini today. Lampost pole dancers' flip-flops expose the kind of cracked heels the Tobro, the Montreal-based YouTube foot specialist sensation to whose channel I've recently become addicted, would relish fixing. The disorder Lampost pole dancers' presence has brought to the cafe today has meant that my Portuguese toast has arrived, but my latte hasn't. It's frustrating. Ideally, the two should arrive in sync. It's a double act, the latte and the toast. Who eats toast on its own? I find myself eating the actually well-buttered today toast before it gets cold, wondering when the latte will show up. Meanwhile, as Phil Collins delivers a couple of custard tarts to one of the indoor tables, I try to catch her attention, but while she has become a formidable waitress, her big table waiting weakness remains checking my toilet table blind spot, obscured from the bar as it's on a corner when the cafe is busy. I hear a blast or five of air freshener coming from behind me as the veteran waitress emerges through the swing doors from cleaning the loo's, carrying her mop and bucket that if the cafe turned out action figures of its staff would be the accessories that came with her doll. Seeing me, she smiles and gives me her usual morning, even though it's evening. Whatever time of day it is, you always get the morning from her. Her English is so limited she makes my aunt's Spanish carnu look bilingual. The veteran stops by my table and concerned asks if i've had my latte yet i confirm i haven't she tuts and i become alarmed at the possibility that having just cleaned the toilets the veteran may now deliver my missing latte without washing her hands desperate for this not to happen i feel myself pulling what could well be my first facial expression of what has been a long day my mouth drooping to one side as if i'm on the cusp of a stroke which given I set aside 15 minutes each day for practising writing with my left hand in case I lose the use of my right wouldn't necessarily be the disaster it might for others. As she turns the corner, I hear the veteran shouting in Portuguese at whoever's behind the bar, that man is still waiting for his latte. I pull at my shirt, cling into my skin today. I've never been a big sweater, and when it's this hot, I always find myself wishing I was wearing a khaki-coloured safari shirt like the sweat-stained colonials in old Tarzan films, just so I could gauge how much or little I actually do sweat. Early Jim, the tall, olive-skinned, crop-head Portuguese regular who always looks like he's on the point of laughing, much like ITV sports broadcaster Jim Rosenthal on his early 80s appearances on the big match, comes to the bar from the Alfresco area to ask for something. As he does, the lamppost pole dancer, still hovering on the periphery of the alfresco area and squeezing her breasts together and wiggling her tongue at two heavily tattooed Portuguese guys who are in serious danger of decapitating the cigarettes they have clenched between their teeth, makes a dash for early Jim's unattended meal and scoops large mouthfuls she hurriedly swallows down. Heading back to his table outside, early Jim sees lamppost pole dancer raiding his mill and yells at her, Lamppost pole dancer quickly takes a swig from early Jim's glass of Sagres and then, rubbing it in by giving him the finger, scarper's heading southbound towards Stockwell. I'm assuming early Jim is furious. It's hard to tell from the default smirk on the 50-something's face. Seb K steps out onto the pavement beyond the alfresco perimeter on the cafe phone, presumably to the police, trying to see which direction Lampo's pole dancer might be heading next, as early Jim gesticulates to the weight of the carnage he's left behind at his table. The veteran brings me my latte as I get down to my last piece of toast. She apologises. I thank her for the coffee and then as soon as she's out of sight, I reach into my bag for my emergency stash of wet wipes and discreetly wipe the entire tall glass, trying not to think how just a minute or two ago those same hands were cleaning some of the worst cafe toilets in London. Let's do this again tomorrow. The Cafe Chronicles was written and presented by Daniel Ruiz Taizon. For more of Daniel's work, please visit danielruiztizon.com and you can follow him on Twitter at 1607 West Egg.